0: Okay, how's this for a number? The Canadian Transportation Agency says they received more than 8,000 8, complaints since March, an unprecedented number for a roughly six-month period. Marty Firestone is a travel and insurance specialist and joins us now for more on this on Global News Radio. Marty, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you for having
0: me. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, first off, is there a commonality among all these? Uh, what are people complaining about?
1: Yeah, the biggest thing is people put out good money and good faith to travel, and then back on March 3rd or 4th or March 12th, whatever day the advisory went in place, everything was shut down, and typically you say, I, I can't go there, uh, therefore I'd like my money back. And the Canadian Airlines for whatever reason, because unlike Europe or or the U.S., did not refund the money. They basically gave them a voucher, and that's what's putting everybody up in arms, because they don't know if they'll ever even use that voucher due to future uncertainty of travel.
0: Yeah, what about the Passenger Bill of Rights? Is it not protecting Canadian travelers here?
1: It should. And I, and I think this is the classic case of the the louder you complain, the more squeaky you are, the, the, the better results you'll get. So that's the dilemma that they're facing right now. Also, with trip cancellation, they're calling COVID a known cause. Therefore, you can't cancel the trip and get back your cost to that trip. Again, a voucher to be used in ensuing years at that same place or something like that. It's a real mess. And the consumers are out. Well, they're out thousands, but people are out millions of dollars, or at least the country is, and the airlines too, I guess, for that matter.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that for a second, Marty, because the Canadian airlines, their revenue is expected to fall 43% this year. That's roughly $15 billion. And is that a complicating factor here?
1: It's got to be huge. Like, you wonder who's going to survive. I mean, you know, the Air Canada is the world. I guess you figure they're going to be okay. But I would think anybody at a smaller level is looking at some serious issues with respect to seeing, forget profit. It's not about profit now. It's, a, it's about survival. So, yeah, that's going to be a real problem.
0: Yeah, and is that a big reason why they want to hold on to these dollars, that they're reluctant to uh, refund travelers even though they can't travel right now?
1: If you're asking my opinion, I don't think they have the money to give it back to you. Like, yes, that's, that's a huge reason. Huge, huge reason.
0: And how about the Canadian Transportation Agency? Uh, What role, if any, do they play here? They say that they're deluged. As I mentioned off the top, it's an unprecedented number of complaints for a six month uh, period. They're having problems just getting through them all. I mean, can they do anything about this or with these complaints?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, without having exact details, I think they can put some pressure on the government and, and the airlines and saying, you know, we've got to look after our people. So I think what was initially a 12-month voucher, which went to a 24-month voucher, became a lifetime voucher. So that is the positiveness, if you'll have it, is that you can use it anywhere. You can transfer it to somebody else, and you can go to another destination. So as you can see, they've massaged it and done everything they can short of giving you back the money, and therein lies the problem.
0: Yeah, this is so reminiscent of what's going on with concerts tickets as well right that they didn't want to cancel the concert that they postponed the concert and just hold on to your tickets but who knows in 24 months from now first of all if you still want to be in an arena with 20,000 sweaty people all around you and secondly i don't know what the concert ticket is but uh, do i really want to see that band two years from now
1: Absolutely, they may be history at that point it's true the cost of those seats is probably equivalent to airline seats down in florida also with the way the uh, cost of concert tickets are going yeah
0: Yeah, so Marty, do we need better regulations? Does the uh, Passenger Bill of Rights need an update to better protect consumers?
1: You know, no one saw this coming. And and I even said once that the level three or four advisory that was implemented was typically done when there was political unrest in a country. So they, they called the travel advisory. No one ever imagined a travel advisory for the world, for lack of a better word. And therein lies the problem. So I think All the rules have to be rewritten to handle a pandemic situation going forward. And that's kind of something they've got to look
0: at. Yeah. Joined by Marty Firestone, who is a travel and insurance specialist. Also wanted to talk to you, Marty, this afternoon about Air Canada and their big announcement of COVID insurance at no extra cost for travelers, for their customers. What do we know about this?
1: Well, you know the expression, when something sounds too good to be true, it just may be. This is an accident waiting to happen. If you read the fine print, the bottom line is they're offering it for this month for trips between, let's say, now and a certain period of time. $100,000 of medical coverage to cover you, as it reads right now, for not only COVID, but any medical issue. So... I got calls from my clients saying, "Whoa, Marty, Air Canada, I can go. T- I can go with them and get my medical insurance for this year." I said, "Excuse me," and then I read the article in the paper, and then I delved a little deeper, and I said, "I don't know what Allianz is thinking in this case. Who is backing this product? A hundred thousand could be used up in two to three days in a hospital. So then, what? That that's the biggest problem. Is most policies are two million, five million, ten million. All of a sudden, now you're going to have peace of mind because." Air Canada Vacations is giving you $100,000 coverage.
0: Yeah, and I guess there's two questions that come out of this. First of all, will this entice customers back, get them back on airplanes? And secondly, well, you can understand why the airlines, who, as we mentioned a second ago, are hurting for revenue, want to do that. Is that really the responsible thing to do when it comes to public health?
1: giving them a false sense of security, I would ask or tell anyone that thinks they could go away and have medical insurance with a hundred thousand dollar limit on it. Let's paint a scenario in the Caribbean and God forbid you come down with COVID and you get onto a ventilator. I don't even know about how many ICU beds there would be at best in a Caribbean hospital. Then they'd have to fly you to a, let's say a Florida hospital as an example, that hundred thousand is gone. Then it's now on your tab. So I'm not sure who's there to say to the person, "Well, you've used up your hundred thousand, so now the remaining four hundred thousand for that five hundred thousand dollar bill is now on your tab." It's it's asking for a problem.
0: All right, Marty Firestone, with us this afternoon. Marty, appreciate the time. Thanks so much.
1: My pleasure. Take care.
0: Bye-bye. You as well.